Jacob said to Laban, What is this you have done to me? Did I not serve with you for Rachel? Why then have you deceived me? Laban said, This is not done in our country, giving the younger and the poor the firstborn. Complete the root of this one, and we will give you the other also in return for serving me another seven years. Jacob did so and concluded her week. Then Laban gave him his daughter Rachel as a wife. Here was the spirit saying to the church. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans. 
What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Jesus Christ who died. Yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who, inter who indeed intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all day long, and we are counted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Here, what the Spirit is saying to the church.
one in his throne that is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and make nests in his branches. He called them another parent. The kingdom of heaven is like these that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour and put all of them together. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field where someone found and hid. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like merchants in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was full, they drew it ashore, sat down, and put the good into baskets. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all this? They answered, Yes. And he said to them, Therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like the master of a household who brings out of his treasure. What is new and what is old. The gospel of the Lord. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our redeemer. the kingdom of heaven 
The kingdom of heaven is the most valuable thing we can think of. And so we assume that's what the pearl represents. But there's a problem with that interpretation. Jesus didn't say the kingdom of heaven is like a pearl. The parable begins, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. Jesus directs our attention to the merchant and his seeking. The kingdom of heaven is like this man. But what of him? Oddly enough, he wasn't looking for that one pearl of great value. Yet, when he came across it, he sold everything he had to buy it. Who does that? And in selling all he has, the line tells us, he is no longer a merchant, though he now possesses something new and even mysterious. Jesus' parable doesn't make sense. Instead, it makes us wonder. It made me wonder what I seek. Seeking is different from wanting. I may want an ice cream cone. I may want the Red Sox to get back into first place. And seeking is different from needing. I may need a new pair of shoes, or I may need to get around and cleaning out that closet. But what do I seek? Seeking is something we do with our whole selves, often without knowing it. The word seek comes from a Latin word that means to perceive by the senses. Seeking, then, is not rational. Rather, it's elemental or primal. I asked myself this week, what do I seek? I didn't expect the answer that emerged, but it's been intriguing to ponder it. What do you seek? You, yourself. Look beyond your wants and needs and ask yourself what you seek. In what direction is your life pointed almost without you knowing it? That awareness is powerful. That's what Jesus' parables can do. What do you seek as a parish? Don't think of what you want or what you need at Trinity Church. What are you seeking as a parish? I wonder if Trinity itself is your search for God. Back to our parable. Our parable speaks of pearls. And your new rector is a gem. Nancy comes to you as a faithful and gifted leader, and she is wholehearted in her ministry. As you stand today at the threshold of a new season of ministry, ready and eager to welcome Nancy, ponder some things. Remember that your new rector is a human being. Nancy brings many gifts for ministry, but it's always tempting to hope 
that a new leader will meet all our needs, satisfy all our hungers, make things happen as if by magic. Our high hopes for a new leader can easily become unrealistic expectations. Remember that Nancy comes to you not as a savior, but as a partner in ministry. Remember, too, that it will take time to make room for each other's gifts. It's tempting to think that once a new leader arrives, everything will fall into place right away, and that what we call the transition, for lack of a better word, will be over. Everything will fall into place, but it will take time. Nancy has many gifts to offer this parish, as you all do. Give yourselves plenty of time to share your gifts. As time goes by, you'll get a sense of where to put certain ones, of which gifts work well together. Be patient as you find a place for each other's gifts in this new season of ministry. And remember to keep your focus on Jesus. Trinity Church exists not merely to exist. Nancy comes among you not to help you stay in existence, but to join you in seeking the kingdom of heaven, as Jesus taught us to do. And one more thing. Know that I'm grateful for the privilege of walking with you this past year. I will miss you. I leave you with God's blessings and my love. Amen.
don't have a group to serve, to provide coffee hours, so we always ask for donations from anybody to help provide the coffee hour for the first Sunday of the month. Thank you.
Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace, and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. In the name of the congregation, I send you forth bearing these holy gifts, that those to whom you go may share with us in the communion of Christ's body and blood. We who are many are one body, because we all share one bread.
the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you this day. Amen. 